Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just head to GetRoman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by FCS Playoff Bracket Challenge. We're doing a $500 FCS Playoff Bracket Challenge that is completely free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash FCS. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash FCS. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Just tweeted out a NBA free play winner last night. We look to tweet out some more free plays over the weekend. But if you want all of my plays, make sure you check out my website, lockbetting.com, where I am guiding my clients to their 95th month of Transparent Track Profit. Be a part of the 96th month and make sure you sign up on May the first to continue the winning in the tennis in the nba in the nhl with the end of the domestic soccer season we are winning in every single sport and you can be a part of it be a part of the 96 month over at lockbetting.com the pin tweet at the sgp soccer twitter account that i just mentioned is always the previous month's pnl and on may the first we will be putting up the april pnl the 95th consecutive month of transparent track profit and you can see all of the other pnls over at the lockbetting.com website Moving on with this week's edition of the show, we do have EPL action to cover, but we also have the Carabao Cup final. A lot of people asking, will Harry Kane be available for this game? Will he recover from the injury? And will 29-year-old Ryan Mason be able to guide Tottenham to their first trophy since 2008 if he does play? I don't think it matters if he plays. I don't think it matters if it's Ryan Mason. I don't think it matters if it was Jose Mourinho. I just don't think Tottenham will win this game either way. And we will cover this at the end of the show. This was our big play in, in midweek. I was looking for a big reaction from the Tottenham players that hadn't featured under Mourinho. I was looking for Deli Ali to do something. He didn't start. I was looking for a big performance from Bale. And while he scored, he didn't look particularly sharp. He's still looking fatigued, even though we are in April. Um, Son, Son played well, but Son didn't really, didn't really um, have a falling out with Mourinho either way. So... I was a little bit disappointed with Spurs, despite the fact they won and cashed our top play, top play for us over at LockBetting.com. And I just don't see off the back of that performance. Bear in mind, Southampton are the most out-of-form team in the Premier League. If you look at the 2021 league table, just looking at the 2021 and not the... I'm not talking about the through the entire season. I'm talking about the form since the turn of the year. The form of 2021. Southampton are bottom. 
They're bottom. They're rock bottom. They're below Sheffield United and we know how bad they are. And Tottenham struggled. And I mean struggled to beat this team despite being under new management. For me, they have absolutely no chance. We will break down all the odds and everything at the end of the show. That's where we're going to cover the Carabao Cup final. But first, we're going to move on with the EPL games for this week. We will begin with the 12.30 kickoff here on Saturday with Liverpool hosting Newcastle United. Liverpool are the 1-4 favourites to win this game. It's 11-2 to draw and it's 12-1 on Newcastle. Strongly favour Liverpool to get the win here. They are the team that are chasing Champions League football. And Newcastle are no longer really chasing anything. They're not even trying to get themselves out of relegation danger because I think the results in the last three, four games have meant that Newcastle are out of that situation. Fulham's results as well subsequently have aided Newcastle as well. I think it's very clear to me now it will be Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United. Even West Brom were making a mini recovery and they were beaten yesterday by Leicester. So Newcastle are safe. I don't think they're in the conversation. If anyone's in the conversation along with Fulham, I would think Burnley and Brighton are more likely to drop in there. But Newcastle have really had a decent run and have done their business. And I think they can play free-flowing a free-flowing game here against Liverpool rather than just sitting back trying to not get beaten. And that could lead to both teams scoring, especially given that Liverpool have kept just one clean sheet in their last 10 home games. Liverpool to win this game and both teams to score does offer some value here at 2-1, to one, especially given that Liverpool have won five of their last six meetings with Newcastle but my best play for this game will be to take Liverpool to win and for Mo Salah to score Mo Salah to score any time in this game is available at 8 to 13 but if you tack on Liverpool to win along with Mo Salah to score you can get that 4 to 5 minus 125 here in this one I think Salah being uh, dropped or rested for the last game against Leeds is going to inspire him to to prove a point here obviously and uh, I think he'll be able to to find against this Newcastle team who, um, as I said, don't really have much to play for. I do expect this to be a wide open game. Liverpool have far more attacking options and whilst Newcastle can contribute to the scoreline, I think Liverpool's desperation and class will come through and they will pick up the three points here as they do chase down Champions League football. The only thing, the only thing they have left to play for this season and what's been a massively poor defence of the Premier League title from Liverpool. Up next, we look at Chelsea's trip to West Ham. This is a massive game when we're looking at Champions League qualification. And Chelsea are best price 5-6 to six to win this game. More readily available at 4-5 to five, or more widely available at 4-5. to five. West Ham United are available to 15, at 15-4. It's 13-5 here on the draw. Get in on Chelsea while you can at this price would be my advice to you. West Ham have a plethora of injuries and are beginning to see a little bit of a dip in form. I strongly fancy Chelsea to win this game, even though I think West Ham could find the back of the net, despite the fact they are missing key players. Both teams are locked on 55 points and both teams have scored in six of West Ham's last eight league games, whereas West Ham have lost just one of the last 10 Premier League matches, while Chelsea have drawn four of their last eight Premier League away games. And it's this, and including a poor result against Brighton, which has stopped Chelsea's momentum slightly in the league 
league where it looked like they were coasting towards the, the top four, even possibly able to take third place from Leicester. However, now it's obviously a, a tighter race. They're tied to West Ham going into this game with uh, three of West Ham's last four home games producing goals at both ends. As I said, uh, that could happen again here, but I think injuries are the key. I think West Ham are missing too many players when you're looking at the possible um, the possible miss, uh, possibly Cresswell being missing. We know Antonio's missing. We know Declan Rice is missing. That's a massive player. That's two of West Ham's most important players missing there. Plus, they have other players having fitness tests. If they do pass those tests, are they going to be fit for purpose here and um, able to stand up and face the test of such a big game here when we're looking at the Champions League positions? I said throughout the season that West Ham will fade away at the end. I don't think they're going to be a team that qualify for the Champions League. I think they do finish in sixth place. That will be a monumental success. And um, the interesting thing is, is that even if West Ham do miss out, one other team is going to miss out out of Leicester, Chelsea and Liverpool. And if either Chelsea or Liverpool miss out, it's a disaster. If Leicester miss out, Leicester, Leicester miss out after the start they made to the season and after what happened last season where they dropped out of the top four as well, that also is a disaster. So taking West Ham out of this race doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be disastrous for anyone else. Not all of the other candidates automatically go through. But for me, West Ham are the main team that I see dropping out here. And a key result here would be this game here against Chelsea. Losing this game against Chelsea, which I see as a six-pointer, I think would be key to West Ham not making the Champions League. And I think that's exactly what is going to happen here. I think Chelsea... As I said, I strongly fancy them. The injury news for West Ham is really bad. It's come at a really bad time where you're going to really want these players. And I think even if they were playing, I think even if they were playing, I would still lean towards Chelsea winning this game. I think this, this is a big team. This is a big game and they'll be able to pull out the big result. I think there was just something very, very lacklustre about Chelsea, much like there was something lacklustre about Liverpool on Monday. We were still coming through the... Um, or at the peak of the European Super League situation. It was a massive distraction to both the teams. Chelsea just laboured their way through the 90 minutes. It was very much reminiscent of um, Chelsea's performance against Wolves in Tuchel's first game where they didn't know how to break teams down. Although it's been de defensive success is what his, um, what his run has been built on. It hasn't necessarily been a case of him finding the attacking formula and getting this team to, to click into gear. But I think they're going to need to score a couple of goals here in order to pick up this win at West Ham but as I um, as I said I do fancy them to do it with the key players at West Ham are missing for me this is a very very strong pick tomorrow so I'm going to take Chelsea here at the price of 5-6 to six. and this is going to move this is going to move there's no way this is going to stay at this price um, casual supporters tomorrow will clock on to the fact that Chelsea are, are, have got a full squad and West Ham are missing key players. I think the reason why it hasn't come to the forefront at the moment is because there's a lot more to talk about. Jose Mourinho's been sacked. Ryan Mason at 29 years old has been installed for the cup final at the weekend. The cup final of the weekend is happening. Is Harry Kane going to make it? The European Super League is going on. There's been protests outside of Chelsea. There's been protests against Liverpool. There's been fans breaking into Manchester United's training ground. We've had a week of Premier League fixtures going 
going down in terms of Manchester City strengthening their lead at the top and uh, and games going on that will affect the top four. There's been so much going on. I don't think people have had a chance to to explore and examine team news unless, of course, they're, they're fantasy players, which doesn't automatically go hand in hand with gambling. And I think once that realisation sets in that, that West Ham are missing four or five first team players tomorrow, then uh, I think this Chelsea line will get hit hard. I mean, not, not to the point where we don't see massive line movement in the EPL because it is quite an even league, which is why a lot of people didn't want to see this European Super League happen. Why should it? I mean, there's, there's games in the Premier League that are close no matter who plays. This week, we saw Chelsea unable to beat Brighton. We saw Everton beat Arsenal tonight, as I predicted. On Monday, we saw Liverpool struggling against Leeds. I mean, this is the EPL. Had Manchester United um, won the games they should have won, we'd have a proper title race now. Man United would have won away to West Brom. Man United should have won at home to Sheffield United. They didn't. These are two very, very poor results that have cost Man United five points. And that's the reason there isn't a title race this season. That's the reason why we are not just sitting three points behind Manchester City, heading into the running with them having multiple distractions which would have made us favourites to, to, to jump to, to jump ahead of them to leapfrog them especially off the back of us winning away to Manchester City that's why we didn't need a, a European Super League and also as I said um, on, on that show West Ham and Leicester should have the opportunity to qualify for the Champions League and it's good to see new teams in the race I mean Everton's win tonight even puts them in the race it's very very exciting but I think Everton will drop out I think West Ham will drop out and despite the fact they won last night I just feel that Leicester will drop out. I just think Liverpool must, 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 must get a win going. But I think they'll have to run the table. I think every single game for Liverpool, despite the fact they're not going to win a Champions League or an FA Cup or a League Cup or, or and they're not challenging for the league at all. They do have six cup finals coming up and they're going to need to win all of them. And if they do that, it's going to put massive, massive pressure on Leicester. But, you know, Chelsea themselves, they don't have a, a they're not in a massively comfortable position where they're guaranteed Champions League football. They're just obviously not coming from the position that Liverpool are coming from where it looked like a few weeks ago Liverpool went out of it and they've put a little run together. Chelsea as well can blow this from this point. So um, big, big six-point led tomorrow and as I said, I take Chelsea to win that game. Few games that I, I do think are that important coming up here. Um, Sheffield United against Brighton, uh, the last game on Saturday. And then Sunday starts with Wolves versus Burnley. We'll do Sheffield United, Brighton first. It's 9-2 on Sheffield United. It's 13-5 the draw and it's 4-6 on Brighton. I think Brighton will win this game because everybody beats Sheffield United. But I'm not too interested in actually betting that. I'm more interested here in taking the under. I think this is a very, very strong play. It's available here at four to six. Under two and a half goals has been scored in each of the last three meetings between Sheffield United and Brighton. And Sheffield United have failed to score in eight of the last 10 games. They are absolutely abysmal. Uh, Brighton have kept three clean clean sheets in their last four matches. And Sheffield United have lost nine of the last 10 league fixtures if you want a big big bet here uh, at bigger odds there's a lot of value in taking um, Brighton to win this game to nil which is available at 13 to 5 I think there's a real real possibility they can get the win secure their place in the Premier League with this win or maybe just one more and uh, and keep a clean sheet in the process given that Sheffield United have failed to score in 80% of their last 10 games this is a very very poor team and for Southampton to be below them in the form table. That just shows how crap Southampton have been since 2021. And um, I'll use that when I'm when I'm analysing the um, 
I'm analysing the cup final because I think a little bit um, too much has been made from about Ryan Mason and Tottenham and how he's made a good start. Listen, that wasn't a good start. We had that as our top player and we were lucky, lucky to catch that. But um, as I said, we'll talk about it when we get through to the cup final. Just got to get through these final three games first. Wolves versus Burnley is the first game on Sunday. I've already mentioned. Wolves are the 21 to 20 favourites. It's 9 to 4 to draw and it's 14 to 5 on Burnley. This is a difficult game to to call in terms of what to bet with it, um, but I'm relatively certain that it will be low scoring. So I lean towards the under here, which is available at three to four. Under two and a half goals have been scored in four of the last five meetings between these two teams, and two of the last three encounters, but uh, two of the last three have actually ended in one all draws, which is available individually here at eight to one. Six of Wolves' last eight league games have produced under two and a half goals, as I always mentioned. The key to that has been the absence of Raul Jimenez. It could have been a very, very different season, but instead it's been a very poor season for Wolves. And uh, under two and a half goals have been scored in four of Wolves' last four contest, last four of Wolves' last five contests at home. And I'm anticipating the same thing. Look, Burnley just need to nick a point here and there, and they'll be completely safe if they can win one game and draw a couple. I think they'll have a points tally that keeps them safe, and I think they'll be happy to go down to Molyneux and to come away with the draw. In in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Leeds and Manchester United. This game does have some importance for Man United being able to close the gap on Manchester City. But as as um, as it was pointed out on the Premier League um, talk shows this week, Manchester City just need to win three of the last six games in order to secure this Premier League count. So it's very, very, very unlikely. There was a little bit of hope when Aston Villa went ahead, but Manchester City extinguished that and as I said the reason why you don't need a European Super League is because these games are competitive enough as it is Manchester United are not right on Manchester City's heels because they drop points away to West Brom and at home to Sheffield United and that is the reason why so if you're getting those results you don't need a European Super League I think Leeds will be very very motivated because A they hate Manchester United and B we saw how they played against Liverpool in the week but I don't think that's going to matter I think Leeds are tailor-made for Man U Leeds available here at 3-1 to one. it's 29-10 to draw and it's 10 10 to 11 on Manchester United and I lean Manchester United here. I think Leeds are going to come forward. I think they're going to have more of the ball. I think they're going to try and press Manchester United at the back, but Manchester United aren't really bothered by, by pressing styles. They they managed to um, deal with it earlier on in the season in a nil-nil draw against Liverpool before. Liverpool had a massive dip in form at one point. That was the top two playing. So Manchester United aren't really phased by, by being pressed at the back, but what they are good at is getting the ball out when they're being pressed and exploiting the gaps at the back and Leeds will leave a lot of them. Manchester United already won the corresponding fixture 6-2 and Manchester United are actually better away from home. I don't really see this playing out too differently. No, I'm not predicting it 6-2 necessarily, but I think stylistically this is a bad matchup for Leeds. They like to press the ball. They like to keep the ball. They like to um, they like to play Bielsa's style and Bielsa's style when you don't have the players to... Um, to cover the spaces in and behind and deal with this Manchester United pace. Manchester United have the ball players and uh, to, to kill you in terms of um, delivering the right pass in midfield and they have the attackers that can break fast and can really exploit you and I think um, this is a good opportunity for Manchester United here to, to pick up another win despite the fact it looks like a tough matchup on paper. I think tactically this is the exact right this is the exact right type of team that Manchester United like to play against and I think this situation 
Federation will favour Manchester United on Sunday. Plus, we're pretty well rested. This is a significant rest for Man United. We don't often get to um, to have this kind of rest period. We seem to be playing games all the time, be it league games, be it Europa League games, whatever it is. Manchester United seems to be playing constantly. Well, this week we haven't had a, a fixture. So, we, I mean, although we've been dealing with the whole European Super League stuff, we haven't actually played this week, which has been good for us. So I do think that will help Manchester United get the win here in this one. Final game on Sunday is Aston Villa versus West Brom. This is a Midlands derby. The Aston Villa are the 17 to 20 favourites to win. It's 13 to 5 the draw and it's 16 to 5 on West Brom and Jalbium. West Brom had a terrible result um, against Leicester and I think that really may end their chances of um, of staying in the Premier League. This Villa team have already beaten West Brom 3-0 earlier this season when they met in December and West Brom have lost five of their last seven Premier League away matches. I believe this Aston Villa team look like a team that are in holiday. They're also obviously missing Jack Grealish. It's been a disappointing end to the season. They've now won only twice in their last 10 league attempts and... Um, after flirting with Europa League qualification, I think it looks like they're going to have a disappointing bottom half finish. However, I really, really do think they'll get up for this game. These um, these derbies are important to, to teams. There would be a London derby, a Merseyside derby, and this being a West Midlands derby. I think Aston Villa will be keen to get the bragging rights over West Brom and we could see one big effort from them here. Even without Grealish, they do have the, the better players. And as I said, they've already beat this team 3-0 this season. Season and West Brom's um, West Brom's hope may be extinguished by that defeat against Leicester in midweek. So I think Aston Villa may be able to nick out, uh, eke out the win here, nick this one. But um, by no means would I be playing this as a lock or anything like that here in this one. Final Premier League game is on Monday before we cover the Carabao Cup final. It's Leicester at home to Palace. Leicester are available here at 8 to 15. It's 16 to 5 the draw, and it's 13 to 2 on Palace. Nice little run of games here for Leicester, getting West Brom and Crystal Palace back to back. I think they'll be able to win both, but I don't think that's going to be the the end of it here um, and necessarily means that Leicester are guaranteed to qualify just because they pick up six points this week. Yes, it will put them in a, a very, very good position, but it's after that where their running gets a little bit tricky towards the end of the season. I think that they'll, they'll manage to win against Southampton after this Palace game. So as I said um, already, six points in a row is great. Nine points in a row is even better. Um, and then he could even possibly get 12 points in a row because by the time they play Newcastle, I think Newcastle will be relatively safe. However, they do finish um, the season very with very, very difficult games um, away to Manchester United, away to Chelsea, and then Tottenham on the final day of the season. Tottenham could be battling for European football still at that point. And sandwiched in between that is the FA Cup final. So that's a horrible, horrible end to the season and there's a real chance that Leicester could get zero points from their last three games so while they're going through this very nice schedule um where they've um where they've got Leicester City, um, sorry, where they've got where they've beaten West Brom at home, and uh, they've got Crystal Palace at home and Southampton away, the worst in the worst form team in the Premier League, and they've got Newcastle at home, and where they could potentially rack up twelve points in a row. The finish they could potentially rack up zero points from the last three games. So it's a so it's a very very difficult um, call here in terms of Leicester, and um, obviously the odds are going to sway every time they win. Leicester are going to get shorter and shorter 
shorter and shorter to make the Champions League. Last time we said that they wouldn't make the Champions League, we were able to get that at evens. Now for them to finish outside of the top four, you can get that pick at three to one. So perhaps I should have waited because currently Leicester are three to one to not make the Champions League. And I still like the bet. And that is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as they continue to win their next couple of games. But look ahead at the finish. They can get caught. They're involved in six points, especially if they lose to Chelsea. That will be they'll be a team that are looking to leapfrog. I mean, look, the the the, the league the the lead uh, the lead that they've got in the league at the moment isn't wide, despite the fact that Leicester have been way ahead of um, of certain teams throughout this season and have maintained a position in the top four. The league is na- the league and lead is keep saying the wrong word. The lead is narrow. It's four points from Chelsea. It's four points from West Ham. It's six points from Tottenham. It's six points from Liverpool. And Liverpool's running as we head towards the end of the season. Apart from travelling to Manchester United, where they play next week, it's really not that tough. Um, They play Southampton at home. They travel to West Brom. They travel to Burnley. And they finish at home to Crystal Palace. Um, Liverpool are, are guaranteed, in my opinion, to win five of their last six matches. I think with Manchester United obviously being the the very very tough one but of course if Man United drop points um, here against Leeds that's really really going to end their title campaign I don't think it will um, and I think Man United and Liverpool is always a um, a bitty and and, and con- a bitty contest that's always filled with hatred anyway and I think if Man United and, and Liverpool were, were 13th and 16th in the table there would still be some tension there for the fixture anyway so there's no there's no gimmies here all I'm saying is that this this race will run all the way to the end of the season and it, it really is in my opinion all the way from third to seventh place I think they're all in contention even if Leicester do go on this run um, off the back of um, beating West Brom and beating Palace here in this Monday game and, um, and and winning the next couple of games which look relatively comfortable on paper and that's the key thing because this is the EPL and we're talking about on paper I don't think it's going to be over until the um, until the very end of the season Moving on to the Carabao Cup final, Manchester City against Tottenham at Wembley. Manchester City are available on the money line here at 8 to 15. It's 16 to 5 to draw and it's 11 to 2 on Tottenham. Um, my clients are already carrying a futures ticket on this cup for Manchester City from the start of the season. They always seem to win this cup and I think they will win it again here on Sunday. They are 1 to 4 to lift the trophy with Tottenham available at 3 to 1. As I said at the top of the show, doesn't matter about Ryan Mason, doesn't matter about Harry Kane, doesn't matter who, who, who is in charge for this game, whether it be Mourinho or Mason or, or who plays up front. I think Man- Manchester City beat Tottenham all of the time here, it's particularly on this pitch. It suits Manchester City. I just think they'll dominate this game. I think they'll just play Tottenham off the park. Um, it, tees, it makes it very, very difficult here for me to see Tottenham even getting into this matchup. They may be able to, to score a goal in this game, but um, I think that will be it. I think Tottenham may be able to find a net here and, it's, and make it somewhat competitive and, and give a really spirited effort because it's a cup final. But Manchester City are just too classy here for Tottenham. Uh, they smashed Tottenham 3-0 when the teams faced off in February. Um, they're aiming to win the Carabao Cup for the fourth year in a row, which is why they're an automatic bet for me at the start. 
start of the season. They've won 29 of their last 32 games in all competitions, but that is having a little bit of a dip. Um, it still sounds like a very, very impressive stat, but don't forget at one point they'd won, um, they had a 100% record, and then we were saying they'd won 24 out of 25 once it came down to the one defeat against Man United, but they are beginning to have these these little defeats that are just coming in, like, like back-to-back um, defeats as well when you're looking at the um, defeat they had against Chelsea and prior to that, the defeat they had against Leeds. So they are showing little signs of slipping up. Um, this Tottenham team have only won two of their last seven fixtures though. And as I said, the Wembley pitch completely suits Manchester United. I think Tottenham are tailor-made for, 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 Manchester, for, for Manchester City rather. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any tactic here that Manchester City can win by. Jose Marino's tried to do the sitting in thing and breaking. Manchester City just broke them down and scored the first goal. I think that they try and play out and try and match Manchester City and, and play them um, and make it a stylistic matchup where both teams are coming out and trying to play football. Manchester City are just better and they'll just tear this team to shreds. Uh, we saw this Tottenham team barely, barely able to break down Southampton, who are the worst form team in the league. Um, I, I'm not impressed by, by, by Gareth Bale. I don't think he's sharp. I think he's lazy. I, I don't think he's going to have too many more years in this game. If you haven't really got your fitness up to full fitness by April, that's a problem with the player. That's not a problem with Real Madrid or, or Zidane or anything else. I think it's a problem with Gareth Bale. I think even if Kane plays, I'm not sure how fit he would be. I'd be worried as an England supporter if he's going to get re-injured again and possibly serious enough to be out of the tournament. Um, Deli Ali didn't get any game time in midweek. Harry Winks barely played. So these aren't players that Mourinho didn't play. And all of a sudden they're inspired by Ryan Mason. There's just no reason. There's no reason to take Spurs. There's actually value here on Manchester City on the money line, even though it is a short price. And uh, as we move on to our locks for the show, I'm going to give you two. I am going to lock up something from the Carabao Cup final, and that is going to be City on the money line. It's short, it's chalky, but look, it's an easy winner. Manchester City are going to win this trophy, and I don't see them not getting it done in 90 minutes. And the second lock, I've already given this to my clients. I wanted to lock it in as early as possible here with the injury news. Hopefully five to six is still available for you, but if not, I would play anything under three to four here on Chelsea. I think they get the win here against West Ham. I think they find a way uh, to, to win with their big name players. They are the bigger team and West Ham for me are missing far too many. It's far too many and I always tip them not to finish in the Champions League position. So Chelsea on the money line is your Premier League lock and I'm also taking Manchester City in the Carabao Cup. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.